how you Howdy. doing? Uh, hey there. We're doing. We're making it. I'm so conflicted because it's like I want to spend time in my backyard or with the doors or windows open because it's been really nice the last few days. But then my mm-hmm. allergies kick my ass and so my throat starts getting scratchy and then I'm like, I've got the virus. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. Life is hard right now. It's it weird is. times. Perpetual state of fear. But you know what? We're making it through together. Yes. But, but separate. <laughs> exactly. Together but apart. I just, but always yes. apart. Yes. I just dream of the day we can all be in one room together again. I can't wait. It'll be beautiful. Uh, so many things I took for granted. I know. That meme that's going around that was like, damn, I like to be at home, but I also like to go one or two places sometimes. I'm like, yeah. that's me. <laughs> Absolutely. Feel that deeply. I just want to like hug my people, but I can't. <laughs> one day. I know. I'm going to hug friends so hard. I'm going to break ribs. Oh, for <laughs> sure. For oh. sure. And you know what? They're going to have to like it. Yeah. It's just what it is. You guys, I'm so excited. So we gave a shout out to healthcare workers last week. And they have been writing in and sharing stories with us. And we're sending them all little thank yous. So if you are a healthcare worker or on the front lines um, in any way, shout us out. At the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com or in a direct message, wherever we want to send you a little something just to let you know that we're thinking of you because you guys are badasses. Bad asses. Absolutely. We thank you. We love you. For real. And that's what's up. My friend's mom is a nurse and she is in the Dallas Fort Worth area where I'm from, but she just went to New York to help there. And I'm like, that's. So oh my goodness. So brave. Amazing. And amazing. So brave. Yeah, she I'm like getting a little teared up thinking about it, but she posted a picture today of her mom like in front of the hospital that she's going to be working at. I'm like, "What a like selfless, badass person and like what a special person it takes to just do that every day like so Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Truly oh, heroes, emotional. honestly. I'm emotional. And, you know, all those people out there, like the grocery store and, you know, yes. people delivering, I just am perpetually impressed by, you know, your bravery. Yeah. So all those people, like, shoot us a message, let us know, because we want to thank you in, in the best way that we can. Um, oh, all right. Now that I'm all emotional... Let's take a detour and let's get into this exciting episode that we have. We're going to take you guys on a little vacay since we're all at home. We're heading to Haunted Hawaii. Woo! 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 Um, I honestly have never, like, I don't, I'm not a beach person, as you guys know. I'd prefer to, like, <laughs> go to the mountains or be in a city. But... Like, reading all these spooky stories, I'm like, okay, maybe I do need to go to Hawaii. I think I think we do. Have either of y'all been? No, no. I haven't been. I would love to go. <gasps> well, guess we're going. 
Sweet. I do like if a good anyone, beach. And I watched you, yeah. Lilo and Stitch the other day. Proud <laughs> the whole time. And I was like, oh, you girls got to go. A classic. We love Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, it's a really good movie. <laughs> it's so cute. So freaking cute. But when I was doing my research, I actually learned that they're like a very spiritual culture, which I kind of knew, but it's actually a common belief that the Uhane or the human soul actually like leaves your body at night and wanders around in search of knowledge, experience or adventure and then returns to you only when you wake up. So your like soul sick. is out and about all the time sick. when you're sleeping. And then when you die, it travels to the Lena, which are sites to believe por- sites believed to be portals to the other world, such as uh, Kaina Point on Oahu. These are just like spiritual places, and um, yeah. But sometimes your Uhane gets lost on the way, and it remains as a wandering spirit on Earth. So like that's Hawaii's kind of like idea behind spirits. Mm. So like. If you're sleeping and you never wake up, your spirit's lost. (laughs) I think it, I don't even know if that's necessarily the case. I think that sometimes like your soul just gets lost when you're like passing over or maybe like when you're asleep and you don't wake up, but yeah. Okay. So, so like sometimes you could wake up and you're just, you have no soul. I don't. I mean, story of my life. Every winter, same. I think my soul. Every winter, girl, my soul has been gone for about a month now. (laughs) Maybe our souls are hanging out together. I think they're in a really tight location. I can only hope. I can really, really hope. But, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a wild ride because pronunciations, I had to Google so many today. (laughs) Yeah, Um, apologies if we mispronounce. We're trying our best. (laughs) We really are trying our best. Um, Sorry, Hawaii, we're trying. But I'll I'll kick us off with a beautiful and spooky place. Are we ready, folks? Yeah, I'm ready. This is the Iolani Palace in Honolulu. So already palace, it's tight, right? So it was actually the royal residence of the rulers of the Kingdom of Hawaii, beginning with Kamehameha. 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 (laughs) The third under the Kamehameha dynasty in 1845 and ended with Queen... Lilio Kalani in 1893 under the Kalakaua dynasty, founded by her brother, King David Kalakaua. So it's located in the capital district of downtown Honolulu, and it's actually now a historic landmark on the National Register of Historic Places. So they've done their best to preserve it. It's gorgeous. Um, after the monarchy was overthrown in 1893, it was actually used as the capital building for the provisional government, republic, territory, and state of Hawaii until 69, 1969. And then it was restored and opened to the public as a museum in 1978. So today you can go and visit it. It's actually the only royal palace on U.S. soil. Cool. Did you know? 
All right, now for the spooky stuff. So there's scary sounds, there's unexplained apparitions, it rains really high with paranormal activity in Hawaii, um, Hmm. which I never would have known. So Queen Lilo Okalani was at one point imprisoned in the palace within her own bedroom for eight months following the overthrow of the Hawaiian monarchy. So Yo. she ended up passing away in 1917, but it's believed that her spirit, along with a few others, are still roaming the halls of the home. Visitors the on tours, quarantine. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Stuck in your palace room. For yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, uh, visitors on tours and security guards on duty often report hearing footsteps, smelling the scent of burning cigars. Hearing the piano playing when nobody is around, which is, like, disembodied piano music to me is spooky. Those pianos yeah. that play themselves, I'm always like, no, thank you. But also <laughs> lovely, you know? But, yeah, like... like blessed, honestly, to I have a ghost in your house playing the piano. I guess it's better than, like, a screaming ghost. So we'll take what we can get. <laughs> a singing um, ghost? <laughs> Unless they had a nice voice. Um, And then sometimes people will see the silhouette of a woman standing in the window of what was once the queen's bedroom. So it's often said that people with a royal bloodline connection to uh, the queen even claim to hear chanting or Hawaiian music playing when they enter what was her bedroom upstairs. Pretty weird. She's most often seen on the palace grounds around 5.30 a.m. I don't know if that's maybe like an afterlife ritual for her. Maybe she's a residual haunting. But everyone who's super familiar with her spirit says that that is the best thing to see her, 5.30 a.m. Hmm. Noted. Yes. So there is this gentleman by the name of Lopaka Kapanui, and he's a local storyteller and owner of Mysteries of Hawaii. It's a blog, and he also does tours. But he has a bunch of stories of the palace's haunts because he's been frequenting it for years, taking tours there. And I found tons of videos of him online telling these stories. So if you're feeling wild, you should look him up. Lopaka Kapanui, but... He said that he brought a group on a guided ghost tour there in 2006, and they stopped by the King Kamehameha. (laughs) I'm going to say that (laughs) different every time. I have a feeling. But they stopped by his statue across the street from the palace, and he said that from where they were standing, he spotted the silhouette of a Hawaiian woman peering out from the window of that second floor bedroom where the queen was imprisoned. He said Mm -mm. to himself, is it a trick of the light? My imagination. I can't really say it was there though. It did happen. So he like remembers it distinctly. He absolutely saw a woman up there. Ooh, losing my voice because I never talk to people anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was saying that on my walk. We need to stretch our vocal cords. Yeah, definitely. It's very important. I mean, Steve and I obviously talk to each other, but we I'm not sitting there talking to him like this. <laughs> so, yeah. Whew, the voice runs hoarse quick. Mm-hmm. But there's also this fenced-in area on the palace grounds that marks the former burial site of uh, 
Kamehameha the second and Queen Kamamalu. Um, they died of measles shortly after a trip to England. And then between 1825 and 1865, the site served as the resting place for a lot of Hawaiian royalty. But after this new royal mausoleum was constructed, 18 coffins were removed from the palace and transferred to the new mausoleum. Although the coffins are gone, though, guests have both felt a presence as if they're being watched, and they'll see quick glimpses of apparitions or orbs over at that burial mound. Hmm. It's also said that Queen Kapiolani um, planted two banyan trees on the palace grounds when it opened in the 1880s, and they later grew into like a whole grouping of trees, kind of just like a mass of trees. And it's rumored that these trees house the spirits of the dead. So they say that not all ghosts spotted on the palace grounds are royalty. Some say that the trees harbor spirits of those who didn't have families to care for them. So they came to a place that was familiar and beautiful and like let them be at peace. So that's what's happening at the Iolani Palace in Honolulu. Wow, 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 wow. We got royalty. We got a burial mound. We got spooky trees. We got it all. What you know, that's all you need. Really. That is all you need. I've got one. Yay. I am ready. You guys want to hear? <laughs> I do. So this is apparently one of the most haunted places in Hawaii, allegedly. Uh, and it is Shamanad University in Kaimuki, Honolulu. <clears throat> so it is it is a private Catholic university founded in 1955 by the Society of Mary. Mm. I didn't know that she had her own society, but oh. goals. Uh, it is also the only Catholic university in Hawaii, which is interesting to me because I'm from Boston and there are so many Catholic universities. So cool, cool. So Chaminade University uh, actually served as a children's hospital during the Second World War. Uh, classes were moved to nearby institutions and the campus was transformed into a temporary hospital uh, hosting the Army's 147th General Hospital for five years. Uh, classes resumed in January of 1946, and there were arguably many deaths that occurred during the time it was used as a hospital. Over the past few decades, there have been reports of extreme paranormal activity. So if we know anything, we know that if the word extreme is used... There's got to be at least, like, three ghosts. Shit gets real. <laughs> you know? Like, at least. At least three. <laughs> Students and members of the faculty have reported hearing children's voices, seeing doors open and close on their own with no way of them opening. There was no window that blew wind or whatnot. Uh, and then also feeling as though they may not be alone. I mean, yeah, you're probably not. <laughs> this is a fun one. Multiple people have seen a skateboarder on campus 
only to realize its ghostly and translucent appearance after focusing on the being for a few moments. Yo, so imagine sick. being a college girl and you look out your dorm window and you're like, oh, he's cute. He's a skater boy. And, you know, I'm a college girl, so I like skater boys. And then, you know, you kind of squint your eyes a little bit and you're like, oh, he's a little skinny. And then you're like, wait, he's translucent. <laughs> He and you're like, you know what? I can't pursue this. He, he will ghost me. This skateboarder will ghost me. That so, is my that's my dream translucent. man. Right? We've all been there. That's my dream. We've man. all been there. Some of for some of us, it took us longer to get over the the translucent skater boys. <laughs> so. Many have also seen soldiers, both in uniform and bloodied and missing appendages, as if they were coming to the university straight from the battlefield. Woof. Imagine, again, looking out your window. You're just like a college girl doing your thing. You're like, oh, I want to look at the beautiful scenery. And you see someone from World War II, you know, trying to make it up the hill and he's missing a leg. Like, I don't... (laughs) That's, I, I don't know I how I would feel. Here. This is the school for you know? me. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> right? is the school for like, me. Sign me up. <laughs> Immediate dropout. Right? Uh, vivid, horrifying dreams have been shared by multiple students, uh, as well as waking up to the feeling of being choked. Oh, no. So to me, if there are multiple accounts, clearly this is like the talk of the town. So multiple people must have been freaking out enough to talk about these weird dreams and then, you know, they go and find out, oh, so-and-so also had a dream like this and so did so-and-so. So, what if I mean, to me, pinky? that's enough proof. That's enough proof. What? <laughs> it's the skateboarder. <laughs> no, everybody is just having kinky dreams. And yeah. Then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm being gagged. <laughs> There is also one particular room in one of the halls, uh, number 208, which is notorious for paranormal activity. Um, On a sad note, a student has committed suicide in this room. And an unrelated, or at least as far as we know, unrelated, exorcism has been conducted in this very room. Now, I'm not sure if this exorcism was performed before or after the suicide, um, but clearly, a lot of wild stuff has been going on in this room, two, 208. Uh, students and faculty have also reported unexplained sounds like screams, radios when there aren't any, and lights and machines turning on and off. So I'm picturing like a vending machine full of snacks and you're really drunk and you just want a Reese cup and you're like walking down the hall and all of a sudden it just flicks off and you're like, oh. Cool. (laughs) This is the worst day of my life. (laughs) Uh, There's a YouTube video that I found titled Shamanade is Haunted. And a former security guard of the school was interviewed. Sorry. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And exclamation point. (laughs) It's a good vid. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, So the former security guard (laughs) was interviewed and he detailed the number of residents at both um, Kiefer and Lokalani who reported multiple ghost sightings. So I think these are different halls within the 
uh, within the school. He and other security guards had also admitted to experiencing very strange, if not paranormal, activity. And this is a quote from this former security guard. One time in Eben Hall, we were in there locking up the building and our radio walkies shut off and no one could radio anything or anyone. When we walked outside, the doors shut automatically behind us and then the walkies suddenly came back on. It was very scary. That sounds like some some ghost shenanigans, if I've ever heard it. <laughs> yep. You know? Plain games. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably, probably the kiddos. Some of the kiddo ghosts, you know? They love games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, all in all, I would apply and go to <laughs> Chaminade University. Same. 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 Well, you're looking at your three newest enrollees of uni. <laughs> I'm looking to meet that skater ghost. Hot yeah. stuff, I'd say. Hot stuff. I could, I could see you kicking it off. I could see a skater s- ghost. I could see a yeah. going for a ride. Yeah. On the board. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I got one for you guys. It's pretty crazy. <gasps> we yes. love crazy. This is called Morgan's Corner. <gasps> Morgan, Morgan, shout out to Morgan. <laughs> okay. Shout out, Morgan. What's up? But also <laughs> Morgan's Corner in Hawaii. It is a hairpin turn on this on this drive called Pali Drive that connects Honolulu Ka- to Kaneohe. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's this crazy hairpin like turn. They call it Morgan's Corner because Dr. James Morgan owned a home at the at the center of like this spot in the 1920s. So they naturally named it after this dude. But this corner's crazy, y'all. A lot of stuff has gone down on Pally Road, and it is now haunted. So one of the main stories, y'all, is this one in 1948 when a neighbor of Dr. Morgan was murdered by two prison escapees. Let me tell you <gasps> all the story. Yeah. Six year eight. So what did I say? Six year eight. <laughs> Sound like I said six year eight. <laughs> Not it. 68-year-old widow, Therese Wilder. Yo, she lived, she was the neighbor of Mr. James Morgan, and she was murdered by these two escapees. Okay, my cat's trying to get my drink again. Pause. Sorry. She she thirsty. She loves alcohol, y'all. You know, just like her mom. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, James Majors, 19, and John Palikiko, 21, escaped from a prison work crew on March 10th, 1948, and they burglarized Therese's home. They, apparently the pair were like hungry and they smelled some good cooking down the street and they were like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Let's go. Anyways, stuff turned sour. The two men attacked uh, 
They bound, gagged Wilder, and left her on the bed for dead. She ended up suffocating from her broken jaw, which is crazy. Yeah. But so now, Therese haunts the land. You could see an old woman walking around down this corner, and they say it's Therese. Yeah. Another story, you guys, because there's so many about this, this road. A girl named Brittany Lockman apparently hung herself on a tree at the end of Pally Road, and it is said that her body wasn't found for several days, so only her head was still on the noose when she was <gasps> stopped. Yeah. Mm-mm. At her burial, her head was never reattached to her body, so apparently... Homegirls walking around Morgan Corner looking for her head. Oh, my God, Emily. As you were saying that, Holly started peeking up and your background (laughs) was blurred. And you were like, only the head. And I was like, what is that? And then it was like she came into full view. Oh, my God. (laughs) My girl's spooking out here. I love that. She spooked me good. (laughs) Girl, you got her. Because all I saw was like a black mass coming from behind your shoulder. And I was like, oh, Uh, she's a funny gal. Oh, love that, Holly. Good spook, man. Anyways, there's more. There's another. (laughs) I'm not ready for more now. (laughs) There's another urban legend, y'all. This one, I can't necessarily like. This one's stretching it for me, you know. I found several people that told this story, but it kind of seems like, uh, might be fake, you know. Well, let's go for it. Mm -hmm. So there was this couple that went down Pally Road into Morgan's Corner. And they were under this tree when they lost, like, their car wouldn't start anymore. It was like their battery died. So the boy was like, okay, well, I'm going to go get help down the street. He left his girl alone in the car by herself. She waited. It was windy. She just was waiting hours. She could hear the long branches from the tree scratching the hood of the car. So she was like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to pass out, right? So she ends up falling asleep and gets awakened by a policeman in the morning. And they're like, get out of the car. Don't look back. Just keep walking (gasps) forward. So she's like, what? And so, of course, naturally, curiosity gets the better of you. You got to look back. So she looks back at the car. Her honey buns is hanging upside down (gasps) off the tree. His torso sliced open and his fingertips were scraping the roof of the car. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, definitely urban legend, but spooky nonetheless. <laughs> exactly, dude. You never know. <laughs> so now we got one more. You ready for this? Always. So uh, some 13-year-old girls were around Pally Road one day taking a turn around Morgan's Corner, and it said they were kidnapped by military men. The girls tried to run. One was shot dead. It happens to be a true story. And now this little girl's haunting the corner. Whoa. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on there. 
What were Tragic. they doing there by themselves anyway? I don't know. And this this corner, I'd like everybody to look it up. It's a real turn, you know? A real It's a real a sharp real turn. turn. So I don't know why you're hanging around. I don't know why you're hanging Mm-mm. out. You know? That but turn does some, not play games. You'll see some ghosts there. That's for that's for dang sure. Damn. Absolutely. Active turn. Yeah. Wow. I'll see if I can follow that up with this this old spot. Ooh. Okay. This is the Queen Kapiolani Regional Park in Waikiki. We stand a queen. We stand <laughs> the queen. Okay. So it is the largest and second oldest public park in Hawaii. So it's been around for a minute. And it's located in Honolulu on the east end of Waikiki, just beyond Kuhio Beach Park and the Waikiki Residential Neighborhood. So if you live in that neighborhood, you buy the stuff. You got some good stuff around. That's the place to be. It's a 300-acre park, and it's home to the Waikiki Shell, which is an outdoor music venue, and they have all sorts of performances and entertainment there, and the Honolulu Zoo, which I'm sure is gorgeous. I don't usually stand a zoo, but hopefully they're rescued animals like I want to believe. Yes. And, you know, I feel like Hawaii is very respectful of nature. So, I, you know, I hope. I dream. So, the land that makes up the park was actually gifted to the people of Hawaii by King Kalakaua in 1887. And uh, the park was named after his wife, Kapiolani. Before that, the land, though, was actually witness to some gruesome battles, most notably its involvement in the notorious Battle of Nuuanu. Uh, This is where Kamehameha and his forces were said to land, and rumor has it that bodies just, like, littered the land from the park to the Pali Lookout, or Pali Lookout. I'm sure that's got something to do with Emily's story. Um, where mm. hundreds of people were forced off the face of the cliff. Whoop. Yeah. Spooky. Um, there's also this ancient Hawaiian heo there, which is like a temple or a place of worship. It's often said that this portion of the park is where they actually used to have human sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So... How could it not be haunted, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as you might expect, it is. It's overflowing with unexplained and unusual activity. There are sights, smells, and sounds, including shaking hedges, which, you know, (laughs) why not? Band name. Uh, It's our band name. (laughs) There's ukulele music playing with no clear source. Love it. Crashing sounds, not the waves, like... Pots and pans? Yes, exactly. And light (laughs) orbs. People have also reported hearing battle cries and seeing people dressed in battle gear. It's said that this activity is so common that the Honolulu Police Department has actually gotten used to distress calls from travelers and locals being like, I just saw... This person here, they look like they've been attacked because it's like a warrior or a soldier 
and they're all bloodied. Dang. So officers have also said that when they're patrolling at night, they will just be like going about their business. They'll get knocked down. And as they stand up, they'll see a procession of Hawaiian warriors holding torches. But the warriors have no heads. Sick. (sighs) Pretty. Yes. Sick, sick bra. Sick. Yeah, it pops off here. Headless soldiers, ukulele and shaking hedges. I am shaking in my boots. It's the holy trifecta. It really is. It really is. <laughs> so if you go there, go to the zoo, go see some live music, and then you'll hear some ghostly music from ye old ukulele. Ye- ye- <laughs> I have one that uh, kind of relates. Oh, let me uh, let me pick up my uh, pick up my notebook here. <laughs> let me refer to my notes. We gotta have notes, y'all. You think we notes. remember all this off the top of our heads? <laughs> you think I could remember Kamehameha? Kamehameha. Hey, you just did. Ha, ha, ha. I don't. Know. She just did, folks. She just did. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> a fun place for folks to go to if they're traveling to Hawaii is the Bishop Museum. So this bad boy was established in 1889 to preserve and share the natural and cultural history of Hawaii and the Pacific. Uh, Today, the Bishop Museum houses and cares for over 25 million historical, cultural, and natural treasures. Cool. We love it. That's also (laughs) a lot of, that's a lot of items. We I love wonder if preservation. They, we do. We truly do. So, fun fact: according to local Hawaii Hawaiian superstition, nothing should be removed from a hayao. So, a hayao is a pre-Christian Hawaiian temple or other place of worship, uh, such as a stone platform or some type of earthen terrace. Um, the luakini. Haya was used for human and animal blood sacrifices, mm. so similar to what Alyssa was chit-chatting about. After the official end of Hawaiian religion in 1819, uh, and then a year later, there was pressure from Christian missionaries to convert to Christianity. Classic colonial- colonialism, am I right? Uh, many hayas were destroyed, uh, and any that weren't destroyed were basically ignored and fell into disrepair. Hayao... Uh, are still considered sacred by many of the inhabitants of Hawaii. Um, and some are actually open to the public. They And these ones are um, have basically been, like, renovated. And, you know, I guess Hawaii is using it as, you know, a, a source of income, which is good uh, for them. But, you know, in ancient times, only chiefs and priests were allowed in the Hayao. So very sacred. So as I mentioned, the fun fact, nothing should ever be removed from Mahaya. However, someone, I'm not, I'm not going to name names, but someone at Bishop Museum didn't get the memo uh, because while they were designing an exhibit for the museum, uh, he, you know, wanted to recreate Ohio and took 
Ohio, it sounds like I'm saying. <laughs> he wanted to recreate Ohio. <laughs> Gorgeous place. <laughs> a high uh, And took some lava stones from a real one to use mm. in his exhibit. Curse. I mean, you'd, you'd think he would have gotten the memo, and maybe he did, and he was just being, he was being wild. So the following day, after these lava stones were placed in the exhibit at the Bishop Museum, the mother of one of the museum's employees had a brutal nightmare to the point where she told her son that if he went to work, there was going to be blood everywhere. The son, you know, shrugged it off, shrugged off the warning, you know, reminding his mom, Ma, I, I got to go to work. Sorry. Sorry, Mom. Upon his arrival at work, he was asked to fix a problem with the roof on the museum. However, he ended up falling through it and landing on the Hyo exhibit, no. striking his head on one of these stolen lava stones, dying instantly. Oh, my God. It is said that the man is still haunting the museum to this day. But dang. Like, they're not messing around. For real. It's not messing around. But, you know, other than that, horrific story if you're in Hawaii I would suggest going to the Bishop Museum um it it looks lovely from what I've seen I mean there have to be other hauntings too because like you've got artifacts and all sorts of stuff from other places 25 million things like exactly it's just it's one big ghost party yeah there's energy attached to all that stuff yeah. Like, have y'all ever been to the Met in New York? Man, chills. Like, that is just spooky, spooky. Feels a little some spooky. Some of those things are so old, and some of them have, like, belonged to so many different people, and it's just, oh, chills. I can't imagine it's when it's. Yeah. Let us know if anyone has been to, if you've been to Bishop Museum, or if you know Hawaii well, or lived there once and know of any more stories. But I... I, I bet Alyssa's right. I bet you walk in and you just, you feel the spookiness all around you. Spooky. Mm-hmm. How could you not? How could you not? Well, uh, I'll finish this out with a short one. Hell yeah. Yee-yee. This is, uh, this has to do with Kylie's, how do you say them? Sick. Ohio? Hi-oh. hi Hi-ow. Hi-ow. Like hi. Hi-ow. Hi and then ow. Right. So a theater, you guys, in 2002 called the Dole Canary Theater was built right on top of an old high owl. <gasps> Dang. Can you believe it? Can you believe the nerve to Nerves. build a theater? So, of course, it's haunted, right? Of course. But one of the kickers in the 1980s, a school bus full of children, y'all, drove in drove and crashed into this where this Hayu was and killed the kids in the bus. Oh, that's so, so sad. crazy. If you go to this theater, this newly built theater and go to the banyos, the bathrooms, you're <laughs> going to hear the children screaming and crying. Oh my gosh. gosh. I know. And in theater number 14, there's a ghost of a man in his late 50s 
that likes to sit in the top corner of the theater and just watch all all y'all hang out. That's cool. Yeah. A voyeur. A voyeur. A true voyeur, you know? Truly. He's not, mm-hmm. but he's not trying to hurt nobody. So. He's just hanging. Yeah. He's just trying to catch a glimpse. Right. <laughs> but yeah, this wow. 2002 theater was built on one of these sacred <sighs> or, you know, sacrificial grounds. Wow. That's not the place to build. Right. It's so, just asking for it. The grounds it are mad. They're going to stir it up. Yeah. I would want to go see a scary movie there. I think that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. I'll give would it. Would go. I'll try anything once. Honestly, the thought of going to a movie theater is freaking terrifying and exhilarating. <laughs> mm hmm. That's true. <sighs> I dream of the day. We should do another episode on Hawaii one time. There's so many. There There's are so ton. many. It pops off. It really pops. Woo, I'm sleepy, guys. It's like I'm more tired these days than ever. Same. Because my bed and I have become best friends. I'm emotionally drained, I think. And it's like my sleep schedule is all out of whack. So when I wake up, I'm still exhausted. And then I go to sleep and I'm not that tired. But then I fall asleep and I'm restless the whole night. So Mm -hmm. we we vibing, you know? We out here vibing. We vibing. We out here. That quarantine vibe. (laughs) I love it. We we doing it. Oh, wow. What a a fun one. I felt like I was on, on the island islands yeah of hawaii I did. yeah for sure. where i can't pronounce anything but i'll try practice makes perfect i think we just that, need to go there and immerse ourselves and then we'll that's what they say that we'll but nail like, it all I down always, i always feel weird going places and like trying to either speak the language or just like pronounce words correctly like even though i i know a good deal of Spanish when I went to Mexico, I acted like I didn't because I didn't want to <laughs> yeah, sound Yeah, you get shy. Or like, yeah, I get so shy. Or like in Japan, I would be like, arigato. Like I would. Yeah, that was the same. <laughs> I think people appreciate when people, when others attempt their language, but you don't think of that when you're on the spot. <laughs> yeah, because like if someone is here trying to speak English to me, I'm not like, what a fool. I'm just like, yeah. okay, we trying. I'm trying to understand yeah. you. Like we got this. But no, you know what? You're right. I need to give myself that grace. I need yes. to speak my Spanish freely and the six yes. Japanese words that I know. Absolutely. You got this. <laughs> you got oh. this and you're appreciated. Love it. I <laughs> love it. Well, you know what? I love you guys. I love oh, all the people out love there. You. We have love fun everyone. and we're funky. Ooh, funky. And until yeah. next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.